0: all right welcome back to game link podcast i'm your host levy and this is my friend elmer i'm elmer (laughs) um if you don't know about the podcast this is uh, a podcast where we review and talk about video game movies so we'll talk about the development and production of the video game and the movie and then review it um and it's a lot of fun this is episode five we will be talking about sonic the Hedgehog um but we before we get into that it's been a couple weeks so um what have you been up to how was your holidays and all that stuff
1: well uh considering i live or i live well i should say i live and work two weeks from my actual work where i am a small claims loan adjuster appraiser as well as pawnbroker And so basically I work both as a somebody who gives out money as well as somebody who works in retail simultaneously. So the past two weeks have been excruciating. (laughs) But other than that, I'm over the hump now and everything's looking pretty fly and pretty good for the rest of the season.
0: How about yourself, man? Um, well, I uh, yeah, I mean it's been busy with work. Obviously, I think everything gets busier before the holidays, but Well, I um... mean, I was gonna say, you of all people, you work as
1: not to give too much away for spoilers for people out there, but he's an HR rep for a major airline, (laughs) not for the people flying the plane for pleasure. He does for the people who have to take all the bullshit from the pleasure people
0: internal customers. Yeah. So it's been, it's been real busy. we got a lot of big stuff going on to like wrap up the year with. And so it's been crazy, but I've still, I've managed to play a little bit more final fantasy 14 which, um, if you haven't been following the news around that game, um, they released their last expansion to finish up the story they've been building for almost a decade. And um, once they did, the whole game just got flooded with people coming back to finish the story and, and new players to come in and experience it. And um, like the servers got so overloaded. That they actually had to uh like cancel all purchases of the game and cancel all new account creations and just kind of say like we're not accepting any new players right now until we get some more servers uh because of the chip shortage they can't just add more servers so for a while there and for a while there it was like i'd go to log on to play the game and it'd be like your position in queue is like six thousand something <laughs> and it's like it would just take all day even just play so um it has been a little better recently but that might just be because of the holidays so we'll see but yeah i got to play a little bit of that and um what well, i've been watching uh, i've been watching parks and rec um again so it's kind of <laughs> coincidental that we've been watching that and john ralphio um is the voice of sonic so what's his name james schwartz or john bill, Sch- bill
1: schwartz and thank you you just took about three <laughs> minutes out of my monologue you prick no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah so uh when we were watching parks and rec it was just kind of interesting because you know john Ralph, go goes and does something obnoxious and uh <laughs> and then i tell my girlfriend like oh yeah that's the voice of sonic she's like oh god i'm cringing too hard right now <laughs> so um but yeah it's been a pretty good um pretty good couple weeks here i got um got to see my family and um got a nice like knife sharpener and a couple stuff so like yeah it's been pretty good
1: and i guess i should say i for christmas received a something called which i never heard of till now but doing a little bit of research is pretty cool i received from my family something called a green <coughs> pardon me <coughs> a green egg grill a smart grill it's a combination of an electric as well as a oh. wood chip or charcoal or whatever you want to have for it grill and i can literally start the thing when i'm at work walk home and my <laughs> it'll be ready to rock and roll oh, just heartbeat.
0: like wi-fi
1: it can be wi-fi enabled Awesome. I did not know this thing existed 48 hours ago, but I can tell you right now, for the past 36, I've been doing nothing but research on what I can and cannot do with this thing.
0: Don't you, don't you get them a new grill, like, every few years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah, but yeah, now they're giving me a grill instead, and it's just like, <laughs> man, yeah, I'll take it. Cool. Yeah, and then I also got a puppy. So I'm trying to figure out how I can combine it, but I don't know of a really good good side to pair with Beagle. So I don't think that's going to
0: happen. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I yeah, can't grill the dog. But no. Yeah, no. uh And I've seen his new dog and it is adorable. What'd you what'd you name her?
1: Oh, well, it was her name before it was uh, basically somebody uh, a family member of ours had to move. So it, in the move, they had to. Get rid of one of her or a couple of her dogs. And so then I got a Beagle Basset by the name of Carol Ann, just like from Poltergeist. Don't go under the <laughs> lot, Carol Ann. But uh, yeah, just the spunkiest, tiniest, little <laughs> legged running around Beagle Basset you can imagine. So
0: That's awesome.
1: And she awoo's uh, too, so that's the best part. Oh, cute. <laughs> As I said, somebody owns a Basset Hound and Blue Healer mix, you can yeah. appreciate the awoo's. Uh, oh,
0: yeah, they get loud sometimes. But yeah, I can't wait to meet her. Looks adorable um yeah i guess let's uh start talking about sonic the hedgehog a little bit if anyone didn't already know um if you've never watched my twitch streams before i'm a huge sonic fan um and by me i by huge i mean like at my desk at work i have a canvas painting of sonic <laughs> hanging up in my cubicle and uh I have on the shelves above our heads behind me, I have like a big statue of Sonic on his Sega Genesis, and, uh Sonic backpack, and just, I love Sonic. <laughs> so
1: We have in our midst here, ladies and gentlemen, the last proud subs- patron to Chris Chan right here.
0: <laughs> proud patron to Chris Chan? I don't know about that. <laughs> proud? No. Patron? <laughs> maybe yeah i guess you got it <laughs> um but yeah sonic the hedgehog um I guess the first time i played it, i was real little i remember my grandmother's neighbors had some grandkids around my age and i would go over there to play with them and i remember playing the first sonic on the second mega drive and i was just pretty much obsessed from then on um but let's see here so Um, If you didn't know Sonic the Hedgehog released in 1991, Um, the game designer uh, Hirokazu uh, Yasuhara and the character designer uh, Naoto Oshima said that they chose a hedgehog because um, it's a creature that you can imagine doing damage when rolled up in a ball um but he originally started as a rabbit so like you can go and look up the original like drawings and concept designs of Sonic where he's like a, a blue rabbit with long ears like really cartoony um just thinking about it now though it wouldn't have quite
1: rolled off the tongue as well but S- Sonic the porcupine would have also worked <laughs> but i mean they wouldn't even have to have changed the character design but at the same time it, too many syllables yeah hedgehog better
0: definitely well and they also considered um making him an armadillo a porcupine a dog um and a surly old guy with a mustache um which they ended up reusing the character design for dr eggman
1: oh i thought you were gonna say for mario and i was gonna (laughs) say i think your timeline's
0: a little (laughs) off there pal no they wanted something to rival mario and i think a guy with a mustache as the mascot would have been too close Instead, it's a Abe Lincoln chin strap. <laughs> um, yeah. So Oshima says he planned a trip to New York while the character discussion was happening internally, um, knowing that the team wanted to see examples of characters like along those lines. You know, like roll up into a ball and stuff. So he sketched a few out on boards in Central Park and started showing random people walking by, um, just to kind of like gauge the reactions. And um, obviously, the Hedgehog was most popular um, because people pointed at it and really liked it. Um, but then the second choice was Eggman, and then the third choice was a dog.
1: Now, I'm just imagining walking around Central Park in 1990 and having some random Japanese guy who probably <laughs> doesn't speak great English going,
0: What you want see? What you want to see?
1: Want to see? <laughs> uh, here's a dollar just...
0: yeah great (laughs) take the girl leave us alone. (laughs) (laughs) pretty much um but yeah so he says he asked himself why uh people would always choose the hedgehog and eventually he settled on the answer that um people chose the hedgehog because it was cute and it quote transcends race and gender and things like that so uh he brought the sketches back and decided to pitch the hedgehog as the game's mascot
1: well I think we just found Japan's David Lynch. Holy <laughs> shit.
0: Yeah, transcends gender, yeah. Um so while they were designing the character, um Oshima said that the idea was to make something striking that could also be drawn by children. So they focused on two big points. Um they wanted it to be like round basic shapes uh and then they wanted um the uh, like the the connected eyes. And, um, I guess that also kind of included spiky skin along with like the round stuff. Um,
1: so they literally created Kirby's Yang to hit Kirby's Yang.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Like, like simple, like eye-catching, um, like they wanted him to be like, to feel comfortable and familiar, um, as well as the name being easy to pronounce. Um, so they wanted, yeah, they just wanted a character that would like be a really good mascot um so they made him blue like the logo and they just figured like yeah something like cute with a cool attitude like a blue hedgehog would be good for the youth oriented brand and um yeah and when i say like cool they didn't mean like you know leather jacket sunglasses cool they meant like a little bit of a snarky attitude like a little bit of like a bad boy rebel like rebellious little kid type
1: congratulations guys you made (laughs) bart simpson on meth the video game
0: (laughs) well then they've also redesigned sonic a few times since the original design which the original i think is my favorite because it's like almost like a chibi version of sonic where he's like short and round and cute um like the redesign that they did for the 3d games was really good also but we're just not going to talk about sonic boom (laughs)
1: <laughs> we did. You just gave me a look like I should know what this is, and I'm just like,
0: uh, oh, so nah. I can show you a picture later. But they they redesigned Sonic and pretty much all the characters for Sonic Boom, which was a Nintendo exclusive Sonic game on the Wii U that ran like trash. It had a bunch of glitches, and they like redesigned all the character models to have like bandages wrapped around their arms, and like it was just. Not the greatest. I don't know some some people will disagree, but well, it's Sonic. I mean, someone's masturbating with something out there. <laughs> <clears> yeah,
1: <throat> no king shaming, but... <laughs> but I'm just saying, eh,
0: everyone's got their thing. <laughs> yeah, but the original was definitely my favorite. Like, I really want to get like a tattoo of the original Sonic design. Um, you got to
1: do it when he's toe tapping, when you're sitting there <laughs> on the idle screen for the longest time. He's like looking at his watch. Like, come on, man.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Uh. I have an interesting clip about that in a little bit. Um so yeah, Oshima was really into leather jackets, leather jackets, emblems and airplane nose art at the time. So originally before he came up with the idea of Sonic, um he presented uh like basically it was Sonic but as a, like an old surly uh pilot, like brave pilot um, the pilot had the nickname Hedgehog due to the way his hair always stood straight up, and the nose art on the plane was of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, so Oshima eventually married an author of a children's book, and uh, one of her books is the story of the original Sonic the Hedgehog game, so um, yeah, he they kind of just like repurposed that character as Eggman and made the game about... The actual hedgehog instead which hmm. very good move <laughs>
1: yeah just like some surly old like world war 2 veteran running around and you're just like uh shouldn't you have a false hip <laughs> or a walker as <laughs> a dementia the germans <laughs>
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> <throat> um so yeah then when they were designing the levels um they kind of primarily wanted it uh, wanted it to be a way to like show off the Sega Mega Drive and like what it could do um so it was like a lot of smooth courses with like loops and a lot of like enemies and rings being drawn on the screen and stuff so like you had the jump pads and like the like, the fast paced level design um you said Mega Drive one of
1: us has to say it we one of us has to say it are you going to say it or am I going to say it
0: you, you go ahead buddy
1: SEGA DOES WHAT NINTENDO. Well
0: that was- <laughs> that was the Genesis marketing. That's with what the, I'm saying, the major, yeah. The blast processing- OH, blast processing, my bad, my bad! <laughs> um, but, I mean, yeah, the, the whole blast processing thing kind of is, I guess, tied to Sonic, because uh, Sonic did, like, release as a pack-in game for the Sega Genesis. Um, but, yeah, the whole thing of, like, blast processing was just a term that they made up to beat Nintendo at their own game. I don't know. It was weird. Um, but, yeah, they, like, it kind of worked, though, because they were designing the levels to kind of, like, feel like an amusement ride, like a roller coaster or something, since, like, you have, like, the loops and all the stuff. So um, it really worked. But uh, the um, the designers... Like were kind of like inexperienced, it was a pretty small team um so they would they would just like sketch out the designs on like with a pencil and paper um and then they'd show it to an artist and then they would work with the artist to figure out how it could work in like a video game level um <laughs> and then they were also limited by the hardware, so they could only have like sixty four parts to the map um in each zone so um they kind of had to get creative and like, I guess it took a really long time because, um, even with like the enemy designs and everything was so similar, they'd just like draw it by hand and then show it to an artist, um, who would then discuss on if it could be implemented or if it should be implemented. Um, and all like the, even like the animations of like Sonic rolling up into a ball and different things happening were all drawn out on paper. Um, he, so, Oshima didn't really know much about animation. So, what he actually had to do was, like, um, <laughs> like uh, scrub through anime footage frame by frame to, like, figure out how things were being animated, so that he could then, like, do it himself on paper and bring it to his artists.
1: That actually makes sense on how just smooth the sprite work is, actually, in that game. I mean, granted, it was from the 16-bit era, but mm-hmm. no, at the same time that does make sense on just how smooth and how good that game looks because you know you compare that to like miyamoto working on uh with mario and nintendo he's just kind of
0: yeah there's like three at mario animations so no that
1: does actually kind of make sense (laughs) and just how good sonic the hedgehog works if there if i do remember one thing about blast processing how like you said it wasn't actually a thing but it was like a marketing ploy Was it that the Genesis actually had a better sound quality than the, uh, super Nintendo did? Um, no,
0: really? No. Uh, like Sega, you can't really say that either sound chip was better than the other because they were completely different. Um, like the super Nintendo could actually play like samples. Um, like, w- like, kind of, like, wave samples or whatever, um, where I don't think the Genesis could, maybe the thirty-two X could, but like the the Genesis did have better sounding like bass and things like that, but they're kind of a little too different. A lot of people get kind of worked up about which one is better so i'm not going to say for sure
1: okay i i I get you there never mind (laughs) i guess i've just whenever i've thought of sonic i've just thought of the bright colors simple images great animation to it in terms of smoothness and then a bitchin soundtrack one that beat out just about every game i could think of on the super nintendo it
0: did have a really good (laughs) soundtrack and it's kind of one of those things where the the genesis what did have a lot of games with great soundtracks but a lot of the time, if a game came out on both Super Nintendo and Genesis, that the soundtrack on the Genesis version would be worse. Mm-hmm. so and I think that's just has to do with like the sampling like I was talking about. Mm-hmm. but um, for the sound design they they actually refused to like hire a composer like within Sega that was used to doing video game music stuff, and they hired someone like from like the actual music industry in Japan um. Uh, a guy named uh masato nakamura um he was given the job with only like conceptual artwork of the character and like the team uh like explaining how everything was supposed to come together and then he just like had that limited information and just began to compose <laughs> um he he didn't want to treat it as game music but like more like a film score um, which is i guess probably more more like what he was used to anyway. Um but he he was inspired by such 80s movies soundtracks as Top Gun, Flashdance and Dirty Dancing. Right
1: doesn't that make sense?
0: Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, Dirty Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, no, uh the, like and it had a really good soundtrack. Um I mean, probably not quite as good as Sonic 3's soundtrack with, you know, Michael Jackson's input on that. I was wondering if you're going to bring that up. I was wondering if you're going to bring that <laughs> up. Yeah, we're only talking about the first game. Um because the movie is more closely tied to the events of the first game technically. Um but yeah, it, it like they they pulled out all the stops and got michael jackson to, to help compose the music for sonic 3 which is probably some of the best sonic music like created yet um
1: we can <laughs> honestly say you know sonic 3 touched the hearts of a lot of kids and those kids a whole lot of touching in the production of sonic
0: 3 <laughs> i'm sorry i had to do that, to do that. Uh, uh, but yeah by the time uh the development of sonic was nearing the end um a, a small group within um sega like research and development like decided to call themselves sonic team uh after they had spent over a year working on sonic um and sonic team is still active to this day and a lot more than just a few people but um yeah it's kind of just interesting that it was like it's a small team of people after spending so much time we're just like yeah i guess we'll just like call ourselves a team even though it's not really official yet um but yeah sonic ended up being released in 1991. And like I said earlier, it was bundled in with Genesis consoles, and um, I mean you can kind of guess the rest. Like Sonic is freaking huge, has been freaking huge. They can release terrible game after terrible game, and everyone still loves it. So
1: the past twenty years of that have been testim- or been paramount to that, you just said <laughs> there. <clears throat>
0: um, but yeah, I, God, I love Sonic. So yeah. What'd you think of the movie or Sonic in general? <laughs> Just, uh, I guess either one. Like, did you really play Sonic when you were a kid, or has it?
1: A little bit. Um, I guess I should say before I ever played a single Sonic game, I actually grew up with uh the second Sonic the Hedgehog series, not the first one with Jaleel White. The second one with Jaleel White. I know that's descriptive. <laughs> with the NBC one or the Deke one?
0: It's a good question,
1: huh? Uh, yeah, no, I was trying to do a little bit of research there before I was gonna, you were gonna drop me into this <laughs> one. I'm like, I gotta find this out quick. Um, not the one that is basically supposed to be inspired by, say, like the Looney Tunes. The one that is a little more episodic and stuff like that. That gotcha. was the one I remember seeing a pretty good amount, so I knew who Sonic was. Like
0: the one that had like some more like darker overtones and.
1: Yes, yes, that one.
0: That was, that was the good one.
1: Was that the Deke one?
0: No, I don't think
1: so. Oh, okay. So the other one, they basically said, you can go ahead and suck our dick on this.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> and if I am wrong about that, I apologize. I know if some Sonic fans listen to this, they know way more than I do. So um, if we have any information wrong, that's my bad.
1: <laughs> Having been railroaded before by someone with a Ph.D. on a subject that was then talking to me, and apparently I made some sort of mistake because... Again, I have two associates degrees. Ooh, shame on me, uh, but anyway, yeah, no, you got some of you guys out there that are giant sonic fans uh y'all deserve some sort of an honorary degree at that point. <laughs> May it be from Hamburger University on the whale. All the way on up to Oxford, you go, you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, you're probably gonna rip us a new one on this. One.
0: Well, and Sonic, it's not just like the TV shows and the games. Um, they comic also Boys. have the com- the Archie comic books, and uh, which fun fact about the Archie comic books? Uh, one of the writers of those comic books is helping to write the second movie. Ooh! Yes. So a-, a lot of people are really excited about that.
1: Wait, there's a second movie? And it hasn't been explicitly marketed towards me via YouTube for the past two weeks?
0: What? It's
1: almost like we're doing some kind of brand synergy or something like that right now. The release of this episode.
0: Yeah, I mean, with all the news... and Like, if anyone hasn't heard about the second one yet, I mean, it's been all over my news feed, but I'm also a big Sonic fan. Um, But they announced um, a, a game along with the movie, too, Sonic Frontiers. Which I had heard about a couple months ago, but at the time it was just a rumor, because Sega had patented the name Sonic Frontiers, um, and there was a rumor that it was going to be an open world game. So of course everyone's like, "Oh, Sonic is just making a Breath of the Wild," and it's like, there's been so many open world games that aren't Breath of the Wild, so um, that like Sky... kind of sucks. But...
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's Sonic Sky- Skyrim. It's Sonic. GTA 5 it's Sonic Far Cry it's <laughs> Sonic Skyrim again it's... for a new console uh
0: it's hopefully gonna be its own thing and be very good but we don't know much about it <laughs> I
1: kind of hope Sega just pulls out of the tank they just pull up the old um programming for uh prototype and they just put a sound skin <laughs> on the tablet it so it's in running through they're just like ripping people apart and
0: stuff <laughs> um But yeah, and then Sonic also, like, I guess just, like, in general, um, like, Sonic had, like, arcades and stuff in the 90s. Like, Sonic was huge, Um, even in, like, Bayonetta games, um, because they're licensed by Sega. um, Like, instead of coins, you collect Sonic rings.
1: Oh, you scared me! I thought you were gonna say like she <laughs> she like spreads her legs for a second, and Sonic comes flying
0: out. I mean, it might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's been a lot of Sonic and some good, some not great. But I'm here for it all. I love it. Shadow but... oh, the Hedgehog. <clears throat> <laughs> no, I guess we do talk about Shadow the Hedgehog, but. People actually want a new
1: Shadow of the Hedgehog game.
0: Just give them a couple more SMGs, you know? Anyway, (laughs) how'd how'd the the making of this movie go?
1: The making of this film has been a gigantic development hell nightmare for the better part (laughs) of nearly 30 years years uh actually from basically studio to studio sonic the hedgehog bounced around let's put it this way there's so many actual studios that have had this everybody from sadly or funnily enough not disney though universal had the rights for a little bit bounced all the way over to uh dreamworks oh which was kind of interesting because we almost had steven spielberg's Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, he would produce it. Produce it. Not actually, done that. Uh but the biggest name that was actually attached to this for the longest time, and there were words like it, they kept saying every single year, "We're making a Sonic the Hedgehog movie." Was actually going to be Sony. But if you oh. think about it, it's kind of funny, you know, just with the pe- with the pedigree behind it. Sony basically dethroning Sega <laughs> as well as everything. Yeah, no, Sony Uh, almost did (laughs) Yeah, no, Sony almost made a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, but then they relinquished it in the uh, mid-20-teens here. And uh, Paramount was the one that picked it up here, which, uh, while we were re-watching the movie, I was making a joke to Levy. I'm just like, Jesus, Paramount owns all of our childhood at this point. They've got Transformers. They've got G.I. Joe. They've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, (laughs) those monsters. (laughs) and uh yeah here they are now with this i mean hell actually paramount they're the people who first released the marvel movies before disney bought out marvel
0: (laughs) yeah and you know as much as i like sony pictures um i think paramount was the right people to get a hold of the property
1: definitely on that one um So for the production of this, they had everybody come in. Um, actually, Reese and Wernick, the guys who wrote Deadpool, they actually submitted a script treatment for this. <laughs> um, the, there's this giant laundry list of all these people of all these like actual like writer directors that are like, we really want to do a Sonic movie because we you know we played the games back in the day, a lot of fun. I think we've got a treatment on this. Forever to finally actually grab a good screenwriter for it. The thing that kind of still blows my mind a little bit. The executive producer on this was Tim Miller, the guy who directed the first Deadpool.
0: Oh, I can kind of see that.
1: Here's the thing about Tim Miller, though. He had nothing new with the second Deadpool. But he was also the whipping boy for the newest Terminator movie. And I'm just like, oh, Tim, you poor buddy. You poor buddy.
0: I don't. I think I've seen the second Deadpool, but I don't remember it. I did enjoy the first one, though, so
1: I like them both. I'm just saying, but he he was not the voice that was on the second Deadpool is Mm -hmm. what I'm just kind of joking about there. But um, no, he uh, Tim Miller, then he was the executive producer on Sonic here. He kind of helped shepherd it Um, like everybody and their mom came through trying to make this movie for as long as they could. And for the longest time, they had a hard time cracking it until they cast Jim Carrey as Robotnik. I mean,
0: what what great casting
1: I call it inspired. But at the same time, it's not even inspired when you go, hey, Jim Carrey, I want you to be in this movie. It's pretty much just printing your own money unless it's the number 23
0: or Christmas Carol. I and I think one of the reasons I like Jim Carrey as Eggman so much is is because like they could have easily just gone with someone who's a little chubbier, maybe looks more like Dr. Eggman. But they went with the guy who was just over the top and cartoony um, like Jim Carrey. So I just oh, it was such a good choice. I just thought of who they could have also done. I mean, you just have
1: him grow a mustache, which I mean, we know he can grow a great beard. He'd be able to grow a great mustache. Can you imagine had this gone on the opposite route? Jack Black is egg.
0: <laughs> Jack Black would have been great. Uh, I thought you were going to say Danny DeVito for a <laughs>
1: That's just cheap. <laughs> Anytime it's a video game movie, people go, Ah,
0: gentlemen, Danny DeVito. It's true. So... <laughs> but I, could, I think Danny DeVito could pretty much be put into any role, and whether he fits in that role or not, it's going to be a better movie because of it.
1: <laughs> oh, and it's that a flashback to the Penguin from uh, Batman Returns. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> just eating a fish <laughs> in a political rally. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Gotta love Danny. Oh, God, yes. Uh, (laughs) Mr. DeVito, wherever you are, please. We beg you. Be in Detective Pikachu, too. You are. Oh, man. That mouth screaming at you like Danny (laughs) (laughs) DeVito.
0: If Danny DeVito voiced Pikachu. Be hilarious.
1: Well, that was the that was who they kept saying for when they were working on the yeah. movie. They wanted it. Spoiler for a Detective Pikachu episode, but I just realized Detective Pikachu two. You have it be Danny DeVito as Detective Pikachu, and then whoever the nemesis is, it has to be Joe Pesci. Because <laughs> can you imagine the knockdown slug out of Joe Pesci voice in one Pokemon, Danny DeVito voicing <laughs> another one? Just.
0: Oh, that'd be hilarious.
1: Short, pissy little Italians <laughs> screaming at each other the entire movie.
0: Call me in! Yeah, I'd watch it. Beginning.
1: I got 20 on the fat one!
0: <laughs> uh yeah, but Jim Carrey, he did a great job.
1: He did. Uh, apparently, something along the lines of he said that um, he basically looked at the script for what Eggman was supposed to say. He would glean the top of it, and then he would just bam for about twenty minutes. And <laughs> whatever they could salvage, they put on film for the most
0: part. That's awesome. Yeah, I think i I heard or I heard something earlier today that was like. It took him like a couple weeks about just to get like into the role of Eggman because he's a method actor.
1: I said the joke once, I'll say it again. Jim Carrey puts the meth in method acting.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. But yeah, he killed it. I, I'm really excited for the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um
1: I guess we should also kind of maybe talk about the one elephant in the room that is all Of this movie. And why there's no cameo by Chris Chan. No. (laughs) The famous bit where they completely had to go back in and rework the design of Sonic from the ground up Uh, Trailer for this movie released. I want to say it was the end of the summer of 2019. I remember seeing the trailer and going, what the fuck is that thing? Oh boy, that uh, (laughs) that was a thing.
0: Well, then they had... uh... They had that one poster where he was like sitting on the 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 bridge with his like legs out like all you could see was his like legs and feet but it looked like the bridge was his with his penis <laughs> and uh that was i think that was before we even saw the um the face <laughs> the face that they put on that poor creature
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you if you don't remember this, if you successfully blocked it out, or you're m- more well-adjusted adults than both Lebby and I are, and we both saw that picture and went, "Oh dear God!" <laughs> they gave
0: him human teeth. Why? <laughs> Why does he need human teeth?
1: <laughs> it um, it's oh, to watch that original trailer, it's it's disturbing. I'm not gonna lie. I've seen. I've seen horror films, like, major ones in the past five, ten years that haven't scared me as much as that Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) rendition did. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, the internet, rightfully so, freaked out.
1: That movie was supposed (laughs) to come out Thanksgiving of 2019. The internet's fervor about it pulled it. They spent five months back in the actual... Special effects computer warehouse changing the entire design to such an extent it bankrupted that studio. And though Sonic the Hedgehog was one of the top grossest films of 2020, thank you, COVID,
0: <laughs> they still had to file for bankruptcy and are completely ugh, shut down now, which that's is so sad. Ugh, it's bad well, day. wasn't it? Um, oh, wait, no, no, I'm getting that mixed up with the Mario movie. I was gonna say, wasn't it like animated by some people that w- were with like DreamWorks? But no, that's the Mario movie that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they—I'm uh, so glad that they redesigned it. I mean, I would have seen it either way, <laughs> but it was a much better movie with uh, Sonic that was cute, <laughs> you know. We gotta make it look
1: realistic. The funny part is apparently while well, they were, Paramount was saying, "Yeah, we gotta go for more realism and stuff like that." the director who did this who is normally like a kids animation director said are you sure that's a good idea paramount and paramount said well that's what we did with those ninja turtles and everyone loves those <laughs> two movies right
0: oh uh, yeah, i don't know about that one <laughs> um but yeah i personally love this movie i will talk a little about a little bit about my experience with the movie Um, Today was my fifth time seeing it and my first time seeing it outside of theaters. (laughs) I saw it in theaters four times in two days.
1: (laughs) I saw the film with him his fourth time. My first time I saw it (laughs) twice in theaters. The first time I saw this film while sitting next to him I was in a full suit because I had just come from Valentine's Day dinner. So it was then my date on my left-hand side and Lebby on my right who was holding my hand for the entire
0: film. <laughs> uh, I love Sonic, man. I can't can't not. No. Um, but yeah, I, I saw it at midnight when it released. And then I saw it the same day after work with a coworker. And then the next day I saw it twice, once with my niece and once with Elmer. <laughs> so I, I really, really like this movie. Um, it's like campy enough. Uh, it's like good enough that an adult can enjoy it. Not just kids, but there he, Sonic does floss like twice. And it's it's not quite the Incredible Hulk dabbing, (laughs) but it is still obnoxious.
1: (laughs) That is the one thing that on my reading, all of the corny little inside jokes they put in across this film from references to the original Sonic the Hedgehog TV series with him being obsessed with chili dogs to that Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) joke of (laughs) Crazy Carl and stuff like that. Yeah. All the little in-jokes they had spruced up the entire thing. The director and the writers put in basically out of love. And they said, hey, it just kind of came organically. Because they're like, you know, they're like, this is we know this isn't a serious movie. It's a movie for kids. It's a movie for fans. They're going to have fun no matter what. And so they said, no, just making these jokes. We just said, screw it. Just don't even hide it. Just put it right up front. Just be like, hey, by the way, the town they're from, it's... Green Hills, yeah. just right off the bat, and stuff like that. Which you know what, I I kind of respect them, so it's not like they're hiding yeah. the stuff in the background.
0: And I, in theaters, the first time I saw it for sure, like when Crazy Carl um, holds up the the crayon drawing of Sanic, Oh man, I was like, oh my god, they put a meme in. Them. It was so. Oh man, I just love it. Well, you don't remember, don't you know who
1: I am? I'm the Juggernaut, bitch.
0: <laughs> the Juggernaut, bitch let's see my camera's frozen oh no happens every time i'm gonna
1: be scratching my balls forever at this rate (laughs) well not again at least it's not buffering back and forth hey (laughs) we're back happens
0: every time i just need to get a new capture card um but yeah the movie i guess is kind of like uh the origin story for sonic where he comes to earth as a little baby and um, he has these rings that can create portals to other worlds, um, and he has to like hide his power, so I guess he like grows up in secrecy and ends up being friends with this cop and like getting discovered by Eggman and hilarity and pursuit ensues.
1: Was Cyclops the one redeemable cop from 2020?
0: I know. They say
1: Montana in this, but considering <laughs> the entirety of this production was done in Canada, uh, this is a Canadian movie. In my mind. <laughs> so, you know, Canadian cop, that I can stand by. It's close to being a Mountie. It's close to being a <laughs> I, mean,
0: I think it would have been funnier if he was a Mountie. But, I, I mean, yeah, it's great. It's like... There's a lot of references in there that you don't need to catch in order for the movie to still be great, but, like, just enough to, like, keep Sonic fans, like, happy. Um, they just did a gr- great job, and, uh... I think it got, like, a little rid- ridiculous, like, at the bar scene, when Sonic, like, basically just, like, stopped time for five minutes. And, like, fuck with everyone at the bar. If I could Sorry. <clears throat> And then that, uh, and then that Doctor Eggman tank that like keeps getting smaller and smaller to chase them. Like when when he blows it up and he flosses in the middle of the road, it, it is pretty cringy.
1: But at the same time, they know exactly who they're marketing to. Yep, exactly. they're marketing to video game fans and children. Well, yeah. in which those two things can be mutually exclusive. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um. But yeah, I loved it. It ends up in like a big fight between Eggman and Sonic. And, uh, Sonic ends up, like, using one of his ring portals to send Eggman to this world that's only mushrooms.
1: Oh, not the magic kind <laughs> Not of. That oh. kind of mushroom.
0: And then, um, yeah, the day is saved. Uh, Sonic is living with the cop guy in secrecy, and everything's good. Uh, you find out at the end of the movie that, um, Tails is now on Earth, so... Um, looks like the the next movie is going to have tails and knuckles the echidna voiced by idris elba
1: which is awesome uh the voice (laughs) of tails in that is actually a gal who has voiced tails for the better part of like almost 20 years now which is pretty cool too so
0: and uh i gosh i'm so excited for the second movie um, <laughs> there's, like, this...
1: I'm not gonna lie, I'm actually excited for it, too. I, I'm i very much looking forward to
0: it. Yeah, there's this joke of, of like, Idris Elba tweeting, like, guys, I'm not gonna make Knuckles the Echidna sexy. And it's like, that's impossible! Because, <laughs> <laughs> so...
1: one, it's Idris Elba. Yeah. And, two, it's Knuckles the Echidna also maybe growl.
0: I mean... <laughs> The Sonic fandom is, uh...
1: The horniest of fandoms?
0: It's, I mean, it's right up there with bronies. <laughs> In terms
1: of people I do not want to talk to at a convention. Okay, got it. Okay, that's a joke out there. I have a, I have a Pinkie Pie tattoo on my ass cheek. And, um, if you start donating to our Patreon, you'll get to see that picture. Uh,
0: yeah, so we get a nice little teaser for the second one, and, um... Yeah, loved this movie. Was it a bop or a flop for you, Elmer?
1: Definitely a bop. Uh, Like I said, I saw this film twice in theaters. Um, We had a lot of fun both times seeing it. Um, Sitting back and watching it this time, seeing a bunch of great Canadian character actors pop up in it. The great Gary Chulk, a.k.a. Optimus Primal, from the original Beast Wars. He's always just a treat to see. Um, Oh, God, the Olive Garden joke at the end of this film is still one of my favorites it it's just so their family fifty bucks a fifty dollar <laughs> gift card <to> Olive <laughs> still great uh but no, I mean this movie it is a lot of fun. I mean, like I said, I saw this movie on valentine 's Day wearing a suit
0: <laughs>
1: holding one of my best friend 's hands in the theater. <laughs> And no, I still had a great time seeing yeah, it. Yeah. Uh
0: it was definitely a bop for me too. I've I always liked usually like uh anyway the like Sonic TV shows and stuff, so like once they announced the movie, I knew I was going to love it. Um but it was actually good despite just being about Sonic. So, um definitely a bop for me.
1: I guess I should say the one thing that did bring it down a little bit for me. I was promised Coolio's "Gangsta's Paradise" in that original trailer, <laughs> not on the oh, soundtrack.
0: God, I'm so glad they didn't put that song in. <laughs> I wonder why. No. Um, but yeah, so let's wrap it up here. Um, if anyone wants to know where they can listen to the audio-only version, um, you can go to Anchor.fm/slash/game dash link Uh, and then there you can find where to listen to us on all audio platforms um, as well as watching us on youtube there's a link to that there Um, and then you can catch us on sundays Uh, we usually stream the podcast live at 5 p.m but today we did it a little bit late Um, if you want to support us you can um, subscribe on twitch of course um, that's twitch.tv slash levy or you can um, support us on Patreon where you'll get access to our Q&As and bonus episodes when we do those and a bunch of stuff. So that's uh, patreon.com slash link. And on um, top
1: of that, you can check out some friends of ours who last week, the main reason we didn't actually record, I was on uh, some friends of ours Thor's Hour of Thunder podcast okay. where I was talking with them um, as well as with my better half archangel uh we were talking about um black christmas the 1974 film by bob clark the guy who directed uh christmas story and baby <laughs> geniuses <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and uh then after that then we did elves the next day but uh yes no uh, if you guys want to check those guys out they're a lot of fun to, uh, Hang out with a lot of fun to listen to at thor's hour of thunder
0: yeah thor's hour of thunder i've been on their podcasts once now we're we're planning another Another guest star on there so hopefully we'll have uh we'll have a couple of them on here eventually Mm -hmm. too but um yeah we're gonna get this ended here and do our q a so um stick around for that we'll be just like a couple minutes everyone we'll see you soon
1: stay safe stay sexy
0: (laughs) happy new year